Yeah, uh, well, hey everybody, this is Eric, and I have a usual and favorite guest, Risky Krisky, on today. And just a forewarning for everybody listening right now, um, this is going to be a rabbit hole episode. So if you don't like rabbit holes, then just listen to something else, like maybe about like comms or something. Um, but this is going to be an awesome rabbit hole episode. And we're going to talk about current events, Nephilim, UFOs, the whole, who, everything. So the whole gambit. Um, but yeah, man, how are you doing? I'm doing great. You know, <laughs> I've just recently entered the, the prepping community now that I have a, a rooster. No hens though. So it's kind of like the worst of both worlds, but yeah. Wait, so like, as far as like a rooster, I don't know anything about chickens. I know one of the guys I hang out with all the time, uh, Wiseman Company, he has chickens and he actually used to work at a chicken farm. Um, but what have you learned in your research about chickens? They're easy. That's so it's very simple. He'll just eat scraps and, uh, he goes, so I had like an old, not an old, I actually had a really nice dog house that yeah. my dogs don't use cause they're, you know, extremely pampered individuals. <laughs> so they sleep inside, but we have this nice dog house I bought and it, we never use it. So I put a bunch of mulch and stuff in there or not mulch, but a uh, pine chips or wood chips. Nice. And, uh, so little homie, he goes in there at night on his own and I just put a little great door on there with a latch and I, I lock him in. He comes out in the morning, cock a doodle doos, but then it gets annoying. So I yeah. let my dogs out to go potty. I, did I just say, no, we should, ed- we should edit the potty part out. That was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, uh, yeah, when my dogs go out in the morning, he panics and goes and hides in the corner of the yard. So when All he right. shuts up, so it's like, if he gets annoyed, just let the dogs out and they'll go eat his snacks and he cowers in fear and we'll fatten him up and, you know, get rid of him, have yeah. him for dinner or something and get some hints. Dang, dude, that's legit. I mean. I've always, I've always known that like the, the chicken thing is like a real good way to prep as far as like having meat on hand and also their low maintenance besides the fact that everything's trying to eat them all the time. But like, um, yeah, I've also heard bunny rabbits were really good. Like my buddy, Josh, he raises bunnies and he's like, dude, they breed all the time in like eight weeks. You got freaking whole like eatable bunnies. Yeah, like I would assume there's a whole bunch of different avenues of approach. I'm pretty, uh, you know, right. I grew up in the city more, not the city, but like the right. suburbs. So I'm not the guy eating rabbits and all that stuff right now. I enjoy no bunny burgers, totally, you know, cheeseburgers and <laughs> not having to do all that. I, I hit the easy button. So, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I got like a fenced in yard. I don't have a big farm or anything. I'm looking to get a lot more land, but um, it's not. It's not difficult. And from what my friends told me, they're like, if you have hens and you don't have a rooster and just have two of them, because, you know, one of them might get sick. You never know what happens, but yeah. you'll get eggs and they'll be fine. And they're they're quieter and it's not a big deal at all. And just to have that on yeah. hand for so cheap, it's like, it's incredibly cheap hmm. and easy. If you even have just a small area. So, yeah, I would highly recommend well, I mean, going the that big, route. The big a, thing, somebody well, the big thing is about eggs, dude. Like eggs are and outrageous and just having some I'm doing ability too, I don't know to what I'm doing get eggs on your own is nice. Like everybody that I know has chickens are like, yeah, man, I get a whole bunch of eggs and I never have to buy eggs. Well, yeah. <laughs> the chickens have large. I like that. It, it makes me for some reason think of Napoleon dynamite. <laughs> that dude's eating know, that like, nasty yeah. sandwich like, and like talons. drinking that yellow water. Yeah. 
<laughs> that was great. Oh yeah. It's uh That's it's, a very remember that it was like the, during the times of like, randomness. Remember that was like the cool thing to sense. do like just to be yeah. super random. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, well, the internet still hadn't come into. Well, I, I think it's always evolving, but you hear him can click you, clacking his can heels. You stop, my friend, my dog. He's just. Yeah. I love you, buddy. It's on. <laughs> I'm gonna have a ham. Oh gosh. Well, I mean, I it's, it's honestly Bacon probably barn. a good you know, thing to be at least getting into the realm of getting that type of self-sustaining food and stuff like that. I mean, Xi Jinping and old Putin freaking had a sweet meeting today, or was it yesterday? What are your thoughts on that? I didn't look a whole lot into it. I found it interesting. And if, if I was a more learned individual, I might be able to give you a better yeah. thought on it, but they had the warrant out for Putin, right? This international, whatever right. they're called. And I, I thought that was kind of a joke. Like, Oh, what are you going to, who's going to enforce this? Right. But then he goes and meets, with or he has a homeboy from China right. come and they meet and they just afterward it's apparently very successful. So what does that say? Like what are our worst defensive uh nightmares? All of these other huge economic powers and military powers I mean, sometimes I feel converging like we're on us. It on. Eh. Like you and know, it's, it's one thing is like this, guess, you brought up maybe. the whole arrest warrant. All that did was give confirm in Putin's mind there is no way out. The only way out is victory. And there is no there is no way that there's going to be peace. There's no way there's gonna be surrender. There's no way of backing out of this, no negotiations, because this is the way that the West and the international community that is on the NATO side wants that's they're saying this is going to be your end if you if you lose so he's pretty much backed into a corner and him and xi jinping had a super successful meeting because they were discussing their one common enemy and that is the united states and nato well it just it's very telling right. because it's like and i don't know but here it's just it makes me ponder right did this, is this community or excuse me, this committee or whoever these people are that put this warrant out or is this for, is this only for war crimes? Cause if so, like what about WMDs and George Bush? Or did they, I'm just curious. I'm not, I'm not advocating. I'm just curious. Did they put out a warrant for him? And if not, Xi, if it's just yeah. for everything else. Okay. So then homeboy from China, was it Xi, Xi Jinping? Yeah. He does, does he not murk uh, Uyghur Muslims in camps? Like, what do we do about that? How about Australia? They got people in yeah. camps. What are these people doing other than putting out warrants for Putin? Uh, what is this facade of? Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things where I'm of, like, you know, world we've, order we've that we have built Xi to be the bad guy. We built Putin to be the bad guy, and it's like they've they they now have a extremely motivated reasoning to, you know, like just absolutely go. Hey, we have no other options. This is the only way. And the only way for our survival is that West and NATO as it exists has to be gone. There is no world that they live in where they can still coexist at this point. Like, and so what, what scares me about that is that we're the only Western country, the only first, even second world country that is not preparing its population 
for a nuclear war. We're the only ones. Britain's doing it. Russia's doing it. All of Europe, they're digging bunkers. They're dusting off the MRE boxes. They're handing out gas masks. They're doing drills. Why are we the only ones literally not doing any of this? They will Bro. soon. It's going to come in the form of yeah. leaflets over our head, yeah. just like Hiroshima and Nagasaki. We are the targets. But nobody's telling us, right? We're, it's going to be too late. That's the problem here. And, and I worry about it even more so because the closer we get to this, and it's like, who are they? Who is the enemy? And we know that it's unfortunately, well, I say unfortunately because I think if we would have played our cards better from the get-go and said, hey, here's how we're going to be honest and say, we don't want to mess with what you've got going on. Don't mess with us. We're just going to kind of, let's all chill out and not start war. And if we can have commerce, cool. If not, let's just not mess with each other. Nobody's saying that, right? And we're, we're button heads and we're making enemies. And the next thing you know... We have all of this going on in Ukraine, and we're, we're going full force in there, and we have China on the other hand, and we're going to pretend that we can take on both of these powers at the same time, and we're going to pretend that we're not the bad guys that have been perpetuating the world police and our power and forcing that upon other countries with proxy wars the entire time, and we're taking advantage of everyone else, and we are the untrustworthy entity in the on the world stage and they're failing to acknowledge that to the american public and what does that do that causes distrust by whom the people who understand and see it coming the people that are going to probably need to be rounded up and put into camps i'm going off the conspiracy theory because because they see it coming and if we're going to be the victim and our government has sold us out already who is the real enemy it's the american people who's going to help the american people the American people who see it coming, the patriots, the, the ones who really want to just help. We're not in it to for control. That's not about this. We just want to survive. They're going to go for us and take us out based on what I'm seeing. That's what it said. The Patriot Act, right? Like the camps before World War II, they put the Japanese in there. I'm worried these FEMA camps that I thought were from the Vax and all this. It might be for <laughs> Well, like, I mean, do you, what are they for? They're for something, right? <laughs> Could it be this? Beverage. I don't know. So, Maybe hey, I'm do you remember I've had one back? I want to say it was like during the Obama days. There was a massive order for bot for uh, like expedient. Uh, what do you call those caskets? And also body bags and guillotines. There's remember that there was a base. I can't remember what fort it was in. Yeah. They were name brand guillotines, like not Gucci, but something no. leg, some high end Louis Vuitton, wow, I think it dude, might have been dude. brand electronic guillotines. I swear. I'm not making like, it up. What, why, it why might not have been Louis Vuitton, but it was like some like, high end luxury. That was like 2010. Brand. Bro. That's and you make it economical. Like make it super easy and have quick. a good standard uh, you know, Ford factory line process where you can just streamline murder and executions. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, how are we not, like, exactly. how are we as a society? And I'm not talking about us because we are the ones that are already awake and seeing what's coming, but how are we in a place and even fit to fight a war? Like our, our grandfathers were hard, you know, lived hard lives and, and had learned how to work with their hands. Like, dude, we, we have people who have meltdowns when their phone breaks, like 
so what are we doing? Like, I mean, how many more? You know, there's a whole TikTok category for just military people doing TikTok dances. I worry that I worry that there's a few really bad possibilities, but the one that seems kind of maybe obvious or, or you know, raising its hand if I'm looking out into the crowd is it's none of us are going to support the draft. So if you want to put us in a war economy and a war footing to save this dollar that's collapsing because of your own ignorance and, and negligence, how are you going to do that? If we aren't going to fight in the war, you're going to have to force us to fight. What's the best way to do that yeah. without literally at the end of a bayonet yeah. pointing us and forcing us to march? If you have the enemy on your own shore. Now, that might be a stretch. And I, I, I'm not saying I know all the de- I don't know. I'm just speculating here. But if I'm pattern recognition, it, it would seem to me that it would people would be more inclined to join and to to fight if the enemy was on their their own turf. And we have open borders and there's Chinese nationals being let out by the Border Patrol in Texas. I talked about that today in the Risky Report. And it's just it's all over the place. So I don't know to what degree, but there's definitely an infiltration for some reason to a certain degree in this country. The borders are open and we are in a bad position on the world stage for whatever is coming. So it makes me think we are going to be the well, I mean, target if you think about, of whatever if, let's, this let's talk about let's go down the conspiracy real quick is. the question is and this is something that i've always been asking the reason why because we already know like it's like you know less than 100 people that rule everything and own everything in the in the world like it's it's the families of the elite families that are running the banking systems that are running the currency systems running the oil and all that stuff the the military industrial complex those individuals um, they have an agenda. And that agenda at the end of the day is what is the easiest and fastest way to rule the world under one power? And I think that China and Russia, you know, I might be wrong on here, but I don't think they're part of that plan. I don't think they're part of that elite group saying, yeah, we want to be a part of it. And I think China and Russia have their own minds of like, hey, we have a, a new empire that we want to we want to recreate. We want to recreate the dynasty and recreate the the great Russian might that was of old, but like the SARS. But I don't think that they are part of this elite plan to bring it under a one world global system. I mean, Putin's even spoken against it. So you've got You've got all this in going on, and it's like, well, why are we not coming to the negotiating table? Why are we not being the moderator saying, hold on, let's take a break for a second? Why are we pushing Europe to go to war and to donate their tanks and, and strong-arming them into, into giving things up? Unless there is a higher power behind the elite families, which I believe there are elite families being run by hybrids. <laughs> I just did it. I just went back there. But I still think that, you know, and and for those who don't know, like, I think the Nephilim is becoming a more popular topic. But at the end of the day, we know the ending is for at least as, as Christians, we know the ending of the story. Like we know what is coming. And so it's one of those things where, you know, even if you look at any ancient religion, they talk about an end time, an end to all things. So, you know, is it is it something even crazy like that that is connecting what's happening in current events with UFO phenomenon 
to all these crazy things that are happening in the in the mystery world and the cryptid world and all of these things, things happening in the sky and all that stuff is all of these things coming to a peak and all in their own weird way pointing towards the end of the story. So, you know, I, I, I agree. I don't, not to, you know, address every single point you made there, but generally I think we're on the same, on the same wavelength there. What really got me into all this was, well, for one, I, I grew up and I was raised in a Christian family and I was saved at an early age and kind of went away from the church when I was in the service and, you know, went through some things afterward and found my way back, thankfully, and still, you know, working to this day, I'm, I'm trying to make up for lost time, if you will. But I, I realized that there was this alternate history, if you will, with Admiral Byrd going down to Antarctica and just the timing of the events after that with formations of agencies in the government and then looking back people that were involved in those founding agencies that we now assume are so amazing and doing all this stuff when in all actuality all of the other parts of the government are lying to your face why would these have such a perfect all the time great history and then if you look at why and how powerful that was for them at the time to have these entities and agencies come out, well, it kind of established them on the world stage as the most powerful. Um, so then when I look back at, okay, well, found this random stuff about Admiral Byrd, and then that sort of talks about whether it's they allude to it being aliens or, or whatever, I kind of look at it as um, like demonic, like hybrid and I, I haven't oh, dialed this in yet, so I'm very sort of I'll tell you right now. still kind of trying to go ahead find my way. Yeah, like, but it seems like a spiritual thing. Like, a, since I am a Christian, it it definitely I'm not buying it's an alien. I think it's Satan or the Antichrist or something along those lines. A high, a, a very powerful satanic, not good, evil thing. And they're using the governments and they're whatever Hitler was involved in wanted kind of was drawn in at the pinnacle of violence at that point in time. All of this calamity and stuff was going on. And there's so much lies associated with what happened after that as far as like the government and then just the atomic weapons and then these these things that we were going to shoot nukes up into the sky and just all sorts of wild stuff and Nazis come in and starting NASA, like legit, like that's, people think I'm wild. I'm like, I can't believe it myself sometimes. Like that's crazy. But this is, but that's crazy. Like I think, I think there's a lot of coincidences now when I'm looking at like, Oh, this thing came out of a lab. Like that's way more coincidences. Like that's nuts. So how on earth, if that crazy, bad, satanic energy is violating and dominating our own worst parts of our government, and I believe that Satan has rule over this realm we call Earth and we live on, yeah. the air, if you will. I think that's what, they, what he says. But yeah. uh, of course, I think it's associated with that. 
at the wor- at the highest level, you want to have I mean, power look over at, the world as a I mean, human. This is why you got to go through the worst the, guy there the is. Dr. Greer interview, whether he is an agent just pushing out, you know, truths with slivers of lie. But what I took away from that, and he's just a, a normal dude. He's not a Christian or anything like that. And he's coming out and blowing the whistle on saying there is a, a, a entity behind the scenes, a wizard of Oz, if you will, Dr. Oz. And it's under the guise of the military industrial complex that is pulling all of these things in inner workings. They are not a part of the U.S. They are a part of a global elite. But they are operating behind and, and completely dismissing our, our government in terms of how it operates, the judicial system and all that. And it started, what was crazy to me is we see this quantum leap in technology after World War II. It started with the Foo Fighters in Germany. Why did they not see Foo Fighters anywhere else, which was UFOs, right? So they didn't see that anywhere else when you had an entire country and, uh, and the government there was literally a funding on a government scale the occult. So you have this occult state government. When that falls, after that period in time, you see a massive quantum leap in technology. And it's because of Operation Paperclip, where we brought all of those Nazi scientists, we brought all of those researchers, all of the people involved with the occult into our own government system to one, form agencies, to two, uh, get established behind it. And what's crazy to me is he was saying that after that fact, after that happened, we started seeing a massive UFO phenomena here in the United States. And what else is crazy is you didn't really see a UFO phenomena until we started putting aircraft in the sky. When we started putting things in the sky, that's when we started to see all these UFOs and having all these encounters and abductions, and all of these things. And even Dwight D. Eisenhower, when he was on his deathbed or was leaving office, he's like, I've lost control. The military industrial complex is... is the dark entity that, and I've lost control. And what's crazy, if you guys haven't listened to this, uh, Dr. Greer in the sh- on the Sean Ryan show, listen to that episode. And what I want you to know is think about all the different levels of classification that the president is denied access, denied clearance. The, the head of the CIA denied clearance. And even the head of the CIA, who was friends with Dr. Greer during the Clinton era, was saying, yeah, Marilyn Monroe, she was assassinated. 100%. JFK assassinated. Why? Because they started digging too deep into these black projects, trying to un- un- uncover the UFO phenomenon, which in turn, one was actually natural UFOs, which I believe are demonic. And two was black projects. Well, that was like trillions of dollars since then has gone in these black projects. And he was saying, yeah, this is a wetworks project. This craft, that's ours or by ours. It's, it's a man-made system that has been recreated because you have these these black entities, these black organizations working behind the scenes, void of any law, no, no consideration for law. They have all these clearances and they're in the private sector. And they're also so in, in uh, immersed into our government that now you have assassinations. You've got all of these types of things to keep people quiet. And, you know, like they are also working with the what i believe to be hybrids so what a hybrid is if you're if you're talking on a biblical scale the nephilim in the very beginning of genesis in genesis 6 it talks about go look it up go read it if you want to go read it go do some research but the nephilim essentially the sons of god were in heaven they were god's heavenly council and god gave them domain over 
different areas of the earth to rule. And he said, oh, and Israel is my my nation, and to be the model nation, they will worship me. And the sons of God, you are going to uh, you're going to be in charge because he wants to always rule with others, and he always wants to do these things and and get others involved. You're going to be in charge of these nations, and they will mirror Israel and worship me. But what they did is they got said no, they got power hungry, and says we're going to have them worship us. So each nation, that's why you have all these gods, and that's why the theory is that all these different gods and idols that came up. These were actual sons of God, like heavenly beings or spiritual entities that came into the physical realm and were being worshipped by the people that they were put in charge of by God himself. So they started mating, and actually it says that they, the daughters of men were given to these sons of God in marriage. So like they were physically there, and men were so corrupt that they were physically giving their daughters to these sons of God who... If you listen to any of the Nephilim project theories, it's like these these beings were perfect, like absolutely gorgeous, like super perfect in every way possible. Wis- wisdom, everything. It's like, why would I want my daughter to go, you know, marry some super smart guy, treat her nice and all this stuff? Greek mythological god, like a Zeus. Some Greek mythological a, god. A Zeus type figure. Beautiful, and the offspring perfect, of that strong, was the Nephilim. Yeah. So the Nephilim yeah. are like your, if you want to consider the Odyssey, is like yes. your Hercules and your Achilles. These demigods were the Nephilim. And the Nephilim mated with with men and or uh, with women, and those created hybrids. So hybrids were, the offspring of that was like Goliath and his brothers and stuff like that, David and Goliath, that story. So like when it comes time to, for the flood, God's like, it is so wicked. The only pure family left on earth is Noah and his family. That means every single person on the earth had been infected or mutated or um, had relations with these spiritual beings, which was not supposed to happen. They were not a f- not from the line of Adam. They were not pure human beings. So he caused the flood to happen, wipes everybody out, starts off with a, cr- a fresh, clean slate. But it also says that the Nephilim were there before the flood and after. So we always assume... The after means, oh yeah, that's old timey, like in Genesis, Old Testament stuff. That doesn't happen anymore. It does not say that. It says and after, which means they are still prevalent. And we know this because Goliath was was there and he fought David. So you have all of these giants and we're finding giant skeletons everywhere, right? When the Smithsonian was created, who created the Smithsonian and why was the Smithsonian trying to cover up giant skeletons? Is it to try and cover and change our history so that way we don't remember that there were giants in the land, that there are that we were hybrids of the spiritual realm? And so all this is covered up, and that's why whenever you see these, um, these um, UFO craft, they're being piloted by the greys. And what, what are the greys? If you look at it, I mean, there's so many accounts of abductions. The one thing that they're always, you know, for people who get abducted, it's like, hey, you can become like God. You can be, un, un, you know, have new wisdom, which was the very first sin or first lie that Satan and the serpent told Adam and Eve in the garden. You don't need God. You can be like him. And here's all this new knowledge. So it's the, if you look at these repetitive patterns, it's the exact same thing from the very beginning with Adam and Eve in the garden. The same lie is being perpetuated by all these people who are being abducted. So if, if you look at it in that light, there is a spiritual agenda that has transcended since the dawn of time, and we are 
a part of history in that and seeing if if the world needs to be controlled, what better way than to wipe out a massive amount of the population? So those who remain after the nuclear apocalypse and you know are the ones that are a lot more easily controlled and the the elite families are already in their bunkers, they're in their deep underground military bases. And now you have a new world structure that can be set up and a lot more manageable for an antichrist type figure. That was pretty good. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So I have a few things here. The one that I'm completely unsure about is this grays and the UFO stuff, but I'll, I'll end on that because that's the most interesting to me. So what got me really curious is before I, I what, let's say red pilled, before I was red pilled or wo woken up um, to what's going on, I really enjoyed the Bob Lazar stuff with Joe Rogan. Um, and that really was intriguing. And I, to this day, I think Bob Lazar is, is telling the truth for the most part, for, for the most part, for the most part, I can speak. Um, I think he believes what he saw. I'll just put it that way. So is the CIA known and other you know agencies known for lying and segmenting and, and keeping certain information need to know, I don't know, like the atom bomb stuff out, maybe, I don't know, in area 51 air, you know, type of places. So that is known to happen. I think he was probably shown misinformation and, and stuff, which is why he's allowed to live. If he's telling this stuff and he's really believes it, I think they're letting him do it. Just like I think they're letting Greer do it because he's, it's not that he's, this stuff hasn't happened to him, but it's being manipulated for him to be a pawn and he doesn't realize it and he's just trying to help in the process. So why do I say that exactly? And it goes back to when I realized with all of the stuff with Admiral Byrd that that was even out in the ether. That was just floating around my whole life and I'd never heard about it. And all this other stuff and current events was going on that was clearly being manipulated and it was propaganda to my face. And I bought into all of it. I mean, for people to say I'm not, I, I went through the gambit and I bought it hook, line and sinker. And I, with everything with America, gung ho, right? So when I realized that that was possible and then afterward, I learned about blurry creatures and I'm. I'm finding out about Nephilim and these hybrids and the bloodlines, and I'm putting two and two together like there is an underlying bad guy or something evil here. Here's how potentially it could work out in the construct of what I believe as a Christian. And I wasn't privy to this before. And it's not like I'm making, we're making it up. Like this is an obvious way that this could both scientifically work out and it, it, meets all the criteria that I can see it, you know, it's tangible, I can research it, like this is actually going on. So why do I think, my my belief is there's something iffy with these aliens. And it goes back to, if if God created this place and he gave Satan, you know, rule over it, and he's around here somewhere, right? He's not dead, he's alive, he's here somewhere. He's not omnipotent. I, be, I don't believe, you know, my, I'm not a minister. I haven't done all the theolo theologian studies or anything, but he's someplace. He is somewhere specific on this plane or in a, another dimension associated with earth as God created it. 
So where can we not go? I've never been to space and nobody I know has. Some astronauts have, and they're on the TV and the internet, just like everybody else. I haven't been to the bottom of the ocean, nor has anybody that I know, and it's very difficult and expensive to get there. And I've never been to Antarctica, and nobody I know has. So I'm not saying every conspiracy associated with those are true. I probably believe them. Oh, but I'm saying look into that, right? That is a possibility. So all of these things are just coincidences. Is that what they are? Maybe, maybe not. But when I when I realize that all these UFO sightings are coming to light and the Pentagon's acknowledging them, and they've just been happening all the time. And, oh, what was the problem? We just need to tune down the radar a little bit. That's all. You wanted me to believe that. But maybe so, because y'all couldn't spot the balloon. Oh, no, wait. You did spot the balloon the whole time. Never mind. That's a different story. When I see, and I can't remember his name, the mathematician that was on Joe Rogan. He's, like, involved in physics, but he is a mathematician, I believe, by trade. He was on there, and he was pretty annoyed with the notion that these alien craft are real because he said if they Neil, he was kind of talking about the math behind it and how the black dude. the things that they're doing oh, okay no 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 definitely not him it's a white guy from uh boston right he's one of those educated types he's shunned by the community i believe and i think I don't believe everything he says. He's not even, you know, I disagree with a lot of what this guy says, but he's very, he pointed out a few good things that I can't even you know, portray here in this podcast. But he pointed out basically that if there were people involved that could say that this is not a hologram or this is actually happening on earth with the physics that we know based on Newton and Einstein, he would know who these people are because there's so few of them on earth and those people aren't involved in this. So who are the people that are coming to these conclusions that work for the DOD and the Pentagon that know more than the leading people in the field? And that's kind of what he pointed out. I'm like, yo, that's very interesting. And the same people have a problem with him because he's pointing out flaws in their system and they're taking credit. And it's like, it's all grimy to me. It doesn't, I don't understand. It seems very iffy and wishy-washy. And it's like, why should, and I don't believe anything these days, but if this guy's pointing that out and he's the smartest mathematician I've ever heard of on the internet and he's disagreeing with the narrative and they're shunning him and it doesn't add up to me. Well, that goes in a, in a little, coincidence pile towards their line to us. This is fake. This is either Project Bluebeam or it's something where it is some Nephilim offspring or it is some version of the uh, fallen sons of man. And they're attempting to lure people in to get there. To, uh, from my understanding, they try to get these people. Yes. They want to have their offspring or they want to do, they want to have their DNA, but it's only people who are like medically, I don't want to say medically pure, but like they're healthy. They come from, they're typically so what's, Germany what's wild, nonetheless. So kind of, kind of going back to the beginning there, cause there's so many, uh, great points that you brought up. The, if you look at, let's, let's kind of back up and say, well, what was the original point of the Nephilim anyways? Like, why was that even a thing? Like why, other than them just not having self-control because women were so good looking, like, why was that even an issue? And if you look at it in, in, in the Bible for, from, for, for Christians, 
the the genealogy of Christ, like following the family and the bloodline, the sons of David and, and all that stuff is so important about how Christ came about. That's why it's constantly talking about the genealogy. Of he, he begot this and he begot him and he begot him. You know, this person was this guy's son and this was his father. And that was so important because the bloodline had to come from Adam. It had to come from Adam. It had to remain pure. So Satan tried to eliminate Christ's return by corrupting the bloodline, by corrupting the line of Adam to prevent God from fulfilling his promises to redeem mankind. And so if you look at this now again, if you look at that trend, okay, that Satan objective to to prevent Christ's return back then to die on the cross, and then to prevent him from taking anybody with him to heaven now and his prevent his return again because he hasn't changed. He's the same guy doing the same stuff, the same demon doing the same stuff all the time. If you look at it from that perspective, if that is an agenda he's trying to fulfill, when you look at something like you were talking about people going missing and the missing four on one, all of the people who go missing have some sort of, you know, like a disease, they have some sort of uh, deficiency, they are have Alzheimer's, they have cancer, they have a missing limb. Yes. So they are all... Oh, they do so, have it. Okay, so I misspoke. No, That's my bad. I thought the they were like super healthy. I yeah. see, no, I'm so like it's, it's inundated with information. And so also, I'm all the time. most of them come from Germany. So like they have a German background or a German line of descent. So if you were trying to right. make a hybrid army, right? If you're trying to build an army, what better way to build an army? Not with, not with, yeah, not a Nazi army. A Nazi from the moon. army. Um, but like, <laughs> what what better way to combine yeah. the line of Adam with the spiritual realm? So you're now merging again these two things to create an army that can actually march to the gates of heaven. So how would they march to the gates of heaven? Is it is heaven somewhere here on earth? I don't believe so. And I think this is why in the spiritual realm, it's like it's like the IR spectrum. Like you just can't see it, but it's there. That's why like when kids, they can see into that realm. They can see dogs, animals. They can see into that realm. We know it's there. If you look at like anything uh, paranormal, it's there. It's just like a film that you can't see. But if you look at Genesis, when it talks about the Tower of Babel, they weren't talking about a high tower that was really tall. They were talking about a, a tower that could reach the heavens. <clears throat> and that wasn't by height. It was by it being a gateway from this realm into the spiritual realm that Satan could march his hybrid army through to go to the gates of heaven to fight God. And there's another reason. It's like, why do you think angels had swords? Like, why do they have flaming swords and shields and armor? And why is God always talking about warfare in the spiritual realm? Because it's real and it actually happens. There's an actual threat. And so we look at today, okay, what could be fulfilling that portal? And you look at the CERN Collider in Europe, and that thing is literally breaking open the dimension to try and peek through. And if you look at their ceremonies for opening up the CERN Collider, it is so... You'd be like, what? Like, there's like. It's built on a site that was. No. It's like, it's not some random location either. If you look at the history of the earth. Yeah. Below so like, if built, you've got all of this stuff concentration happening in Europe, you've got a hybrid army that is being built by Satan through these private entities and these black projects that are a part of the global elite. 
because guess what? A one, a lot of the the people who are a part or suffer through demonic ritual abuse in these Nephilim projects are of royal bloodlines. So Satan's trying to copy what Christ did by having bloodlines be a big part of his plan. And then also, if you look, and this is just my conclusion here, or my theory, if right now transhumanism is a big thing, right? Like transcend humanity, how can we live longer, be stronger, think faster, do better? Well, you can't be just a human. We have to evolve, evolution, right? So like, how do we transcend this body? How do we transcend humanity and live forever or, you know, be a, the next evolution of what humans are supposed to be? Well, you do that by converting the DNA. You you have AI involved, which is also even Elon Musk said it's a part of like almost like a demonic entity in a, a demonic part of the demonic realm. It's a spiritual type thing. And then you are given you know, like say this comes out to play where it's like, Hey, um, oh yeah, by the way, um, this is, uh, you know, a version of Hercules. He's a hybrid and he's super strong and powerful. And he has powers from the spiritual realm and also can appear in the physical and is doing miracles, uh, very crazy miracles that are blowing the minds of the world. They're seen on the internet and all over the place. And now, oh, you can also transcend humanity. We have this mark this actually the solution is juice. And once you insert it into your body, you, your DNA will change. So instead of two strands of DNA, you have three And the third strand allows you to heal yourself, do all this stuff. And guess what happens when you take that, when you take that, that solution to help you transcend out and evolve to the next evolution of humanity, you no longer are a pure son of Adam, which means the promise of salvation from Christ, you are no longer valid for. So now you are no longer son of Adam. So now you are void of that. And for those who don't want it, well, sorry, you have no choice, but we're going to make you get it. And if you want to buy anything, you want to sell anything, you want to eat anywhere, you want to live in a house in society, uh, sorry, but we're, you're just an old evolution human and you have to be just like the rest of us. So if you look at that with that type of maybe like theorizing, okay, if this is Satan's agenda, how is everything else falling into play? Then it starts to explain one, the phenomena, which I think that the grays are just hybrids. By hybrids, they're a project. They are a project of that that deep, dark entity or that that, that black project. And they're just like, for people who've been abducted by these things, they're like, they're like, yeah, they're just like meaty suits. Like they have, they're void of emotion. They're void of like life. They're almost like dead looking, but they still operate. And they, they, um, they just, they're like the messenger guys. Like they just go and they're operating these craft and they go pick you up and then they bring you back. That's, they're pretty much just like stooges to go do dirty work. Um, and so the other interesting thing about this is for those who are in the new age movement, um, anybody that goes and trips and takes a trip on all these psychedelics, which is now a big thing all of a sudden, they are seeing grays appear in these psychedelic trips, the grays. Check it out, dude. Check it out. Yeah. And That's so what I was about that, to get at, that dude. just connects the link to know, so, okay, these beings are connected. The grays are connected to the spiritual realm because they're appearing. Once you remove that veil with through psychedelics and you remove the veil of the spirit or the physical and the spiritual, and now you're seeing into that and you're seeing them in that realm, that means they are, they are going in and out between this realm and that. So they're connected. So have any of these that you're aware of, like uh, people that have been abducted, have they been blatant, open 
Christians. So there have been. Out the gate. I've heard of some cases, and I guess I was listening to this one Blurry Creatures episode where there is a guy who actually interviews abductees and the trauma. Most of the time, what's what's crazy is is they will they will claim like they'll speak, they will rebuke something in Jesus' name if they're awake, if they're conscious. Some of them have actually been conscious and said, you know, in the name of Jesus, and then all of a sudden, boom, they were back in their bed. Um, but what's crazy, oh, dude, it's it's insane. <laughs> and, and, and if you want to talk about, if you want to talk about, if you want to talk about abductions about. being like a <laughs> fake awesome, thing, bro. there are so many cases where the greys who are abducting these people with these craft have made mistakes, which crazy is like they make mistakes. Like a guy will be like, I went to bed in my bed and I wake <laughs> up in front of my house outside and I'm locked out and everyone's asleep inside and I'm wearing someone else's clothes or another person be like, yeah, I went to, you know, I was in my room. I saw this bright light. And then when I woke up, all my clothes were put on backwards. So it's like, they like messed up when they redressed them. And what's crazy is, when these people are being abducted, it's all about reproductive organs and experiments. It's all about reproduction to reproduce a hybrid, like to reproduce things that are going to facilitate this type of agenda. If you go along that, if you take the crazy train and go along that, that crazy train, but like you follow that thread and you start to see all these connections. That's why I believe like the cryptids, that was the way that Satan was using instead of UFOs in the ancient times, he was using cryptids. Like, that's why, like, dude, I think, I think the same dinosaurs thing with, like, dinosaurs. I think dinosaurs. I, I, I think, like, uh, I think they're a creation of God, um, and they're only. I mean, I don't know. I'm just speculating. I literally have no idea. I just don't. I don't buy it the way the right. same people right. hiding the giant yeah. bones or tell. They're, they're all involved in bones. What, he, I don't believe it. He, yeah. he, here's the bone. Here's what, the bone market. Y'all's mind, mind about, and this is a little another tangent I'm about to go on, but like. What blows my mind, if you look in Job, and this is why I say I believe that dinosaurs were a creation of the Lord or were created to be actually what they were. If you look at the behemoth and how God describes the law, he describes two animals. One of them is to Job saying like, hey, if I created these animals, what makes you think that I cannot take care of your problems? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm God. I made this. And God's not talking to Job about like um, something that Job has no clue about. He's talking to him about something that Job's like, yep, I know what that is. And that's crazy. He's just reminding him. So like, or I've heard about him. And so he's talking about the behemoth. And the behemoth is the largest land animal. It has the tail of cedar and bones of bronze. It's It lives in the marshlands. Look it up. It's in Job. It lives in the marshlands. And it's so big that animals come and rest under the shade of this creature. It is so massive. And it eats, it eats like plants, like a cow. It says that eats plants like a like an oxen, and so it, it literally just fulfills like, yep, we find these brontosaurus things in the swamps, like in these marshlands, where we find these things. And then God then goes ahead and says, "Yo, Job, I'm going to describe the largest sea creature to have ever lived," and he talks about the Leviathan. And what's crazy about this that a lot of people skip over and miss one: this thing was solid leviathan so like uh what's crazy about the leviathan is this thing was a dragon it breathed fire it literally describes it breathing fire so like what it's it's and that's why if you look at all these ancient cultures when it talks about um when they have they all have dragons every single ancient culture has dragons in it 
Is it because they just all made it up on their own? And yeah, why are all these ancient cultures building pyramids? Is and, and they all have pagan, columns and they're and ancient, they're pagan. You know, so if you look at every pagan culture in human history, there are pyramids there. I saw some wild thing on Instagram today, and it was just. It wasn't based on any fact, but it was like the pyramids are the top of these huge obelisks that are buried underground. Well, what's like, also oh, crazy cool. is if oh, you look at, you said about the, the ocean and how it's super deep. In Revelation, it talks about everything, the demons that come out in Revelation to torment the earth. Guess where they come from? The ocean. Oh, yeah. The abyss. Hey, that reminds me, dude. Uh, hey, great time to put in a bunch of. Ocean seven hundred. What are these seven hundred fifty thousand miles of ocean turbines yeah. for Biden? Yeah, Thanks, you're gonna man. be you're gonna Opening be eaten by abyss. a leviathan. Perfect timing, bro. Perfect timing to block off all of this for safe water energy, so you can summon up the Frick. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, and the, the beast. Uh, guess it, it comes beast. out of the ocean. So yeah. like you cool. in and out of the it's ocean. Like UFOs going. What did they say? Hundreds of uh, yeah, dude. Hundreds of knots. Did you hear an oh. hour underneath the ocean? Just hitting them as fast as they can. That would blow well, up that's anything crazy we thing have. Is it's and like they just keep these, going. The things that go from the air, the UAPs or the UFOs that go from the air into the ocean, they don't stop. And it makes sense if it's operating in the spiritual realm, but physically seen. So it's 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 not following the the laws of this physical world. So like, here, here's something crazy. So here we go. Job chapter 41 and this is verses 17. So, or here, I'm going to say verse 14. So it says, who dares, oh, this is a Leviathan, who dares open the doors of its now mouth ringed about with fearsome teeth? Its backs has rows of shields tightly sealed together so close to the necks that no air can pass between. They are joined fast to one another. They cling together. And this is God speaking to Job and cannot be parted. Listen to this. Its snorting throws out flashes of light. Its eyes are like the rays of dawn. Flames stream from its mouth. Sparks of fire shoot out. Smoke pours from its nostrils as from a boiling pot over burning reeds. Its breath sets coals ablaze and flames dart from its mouth. Strength resides in its neck. Dismay goes before it. Literally a dragon that lives in the ocean. And so if there's dragons that lived in the ocean, there's got to be land dragons because all these ancient cultures talk about it. So if we, and, and that's what I'm saying, like, bro. Bro, you're talking crazy. The world started <laughs> from a small explosion, smaller uh, than an atom. And now it's, <laughs> you're dude, crazy, but this that, is what I the, the bottom, the, <laughs> the big point to take away from this is our history is so just, like we have been thrown for a loop and we have been fed so much garbage. That's just like, not true that it's like our history is completely unknown. Like the more I look into it, the more I'm like, man, I have no idea. Like what the heck actually happened? Like, I mean, starting from something small, like Marilyn Monroe was assassinated by the CIA. Wait, wait, she didn't commit suicide. So like now it just starts with asking the questions of like questioning the history that you've been indoctrinated and trained to believe your whole life. Um, oh dear. Once you take the red pill, you can no longer go back and take the blue pill. 
It doesn't exist anymore. That's the thing people don't realize. They say, oh man, you're just this, you think this, okay, that's cool, but nobody Bro, that's, ever goes That's why back. like, if you look at Hollywood, nobody. you look at the way that they put these movies out, it is conditioning. Like I said, there's only like 100 people in the world that own everything on the planet with the Nephilim and the hybrids working the elite families and controlling them. But like, if Hollywood is pushing out things about portals, Avengers, Stranger Things, freaking you name it. Portals are like the hot thing right now. Um, oh, oh, it's all pre-programming. And pre-programming for what? So that way it's not a shock when it actually comes out. And it's like, oh yeah, by the way. Yeah, they pre-programmed 9-11 in retrospect based on some internet videos I've seen. And the Simps, uh, the thick look at the Simpsons, for God's sake. I mean, yeah, it's, among a million things. It's, it's, it's just nuts. And maybe, you know, this, the hindsight's twenty twenty. That's possible, right? But it, it's just really, they keep stacking up. And in the, and what we've learned in the past few years, for fact, what they've been lying about. And even to this day, we we might all disagree, but we can mostly agree. No. They're not telling us the truth about day-to-day events around the world and what's going on here, especially with our own economy and government. Why would we ever assume that they would tell us the same, that they would be looking out for our best interests or telling us the truth on these other things in which they base all of their yeah. power structure I mean, That's upon. the thing I was like saying, like when I hear people getting really into like, like, dude, the government, like the, these powers to be, these powers that be want you to be infighting about things happening in America. They want you to be infighting about it. They want you to be like, oh, that's injustice or that's this. You know why? Because they're set on a global agenda. Like we're, 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 we're upset about things happening within our government. It's like, dude, our government and the powers that be inside our government are not in control. They're not. And even Dr. Greer is like, bro, they're not running anything. Like it's, it's, it's all these black projects and the, the organizations that run it and these narcissists that run those programs, they literally, if you're not a narcissist, they don't bring you into the inner circle. Like you have to be a narcissist and you have to be a psychopath to be invited into the inner circle. Cause you have void of emotion. Like, Oh yeah. Killing people, whatever, like this, that, the other, like whatever. Like, so you have, I mean, like remember the black eye phenomenon, like Freaking Mitch McConnell just fell down in his bathroom. You know why? Because he is owned. He is owned. All these people are owned by these deep project organizations called the Illuminati or what have you. But like they are owned. They are they are literally just a puppet being manipulated to do exactly the bidding, push the agenda. And to try to lull you to sleep and say, oh, by the way, yes, you do want to go to war. You do. You know, like China's bad. Russia's bad. Um, you know, we, we got to get involved. You know, how could we stand for this? And like, and I hope that people, I feel like people are waking up more to like, I'm not sending my kids to war. And I'm not, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, it's just. That's why it concerns me, man. Because it's like. I agree. I'm not sending my kid to war for you people in the corrupt elite government and globalist agenda. I'm not going to have my kid die and suffer. Even if they live, they will they will suffer the consequences of what happened to them throughout that. And I don't buy any of it to begin with. This whole thing could have been avoided. So if if we see that, 
And we're the ones who traditionally would be going in and sending our kids up to be patriotic and join the government. When we stop that, they're going to have a problem. You're seeing it right now with retention issues. I mean, it's clear as day. But the Army's already changing its motto again, I think, recently. It did that this last An week. An Army of whatever pathetic, we can as get, always. But Yeah, it's just I, I never thought, man, I would be telling people don't go into the military. I always thought my, my whole thing was my shtick, if you will. If you really want to do it, then do it. If you are unsure, maybe think about it for a while. But if you really want to, just get whatever you can in the contract. And I'd help you out and I would encourage yeah. it as much as possible. Yeah. I don't even do that anymore because what what's going to happen? You're going to go, they're, yeah. they're pushing us to war and I think they're going to need bodies and they're going to have to institute a draft. And what Dude, happens when nobody ah, shows man, up? That's so terrifying. Like I was talking to a buddy of mine, he's in the Marines and I was like, dude, imagine you go to war and you fight in some island in the Pacific and then the home front gets invaded. And your family is here and you are on the other side of the world. Like, Why wouldn't they imagine that? that? Like you have no way to get back home and no way to come back to your family and the country's being invaded. Like that is the worst nightmare that could possibly be imaginable. You are stuck somewhere abroad and the home country is being destroyed and you're getting destroyed out in some war front. And it's like, what do you do? You know, like I can't even imagine, like I'm not like, Imagine being a German, just a, not a Nazi, but like a standard German soldier in World War II, and you're out fighting on the Eastern Front, and Germany's getting bombed. Like, what do you do? You know, like, ah, well, I mean, I guess that's the big, at least they didn't know, you know, like, they're just being told whatever their officers, officers told them. But like, it's one of those things, like, now you know, like, now you know what's going on. Um, what's the whole the whole thing is blatantly obvious that this is on purpose by our own government. What was going on on a global scale with our foreign relations when Trump was in? He was not starting wars. When, I don't agree with everything he did. And I'm kind of upset that we're in the situation now because he didn't flex more. I think we could have been in a better position. And I might be wrong. I don't know everything, right? But like, I was very happy because I voted for him that we were not getting in wars and he was talking to Kim Jong-un and he went out and he talked to Putin and he was, you've heard the interviews of how he talked to Putin and you know, the, nobody messed with us. So how then are we now in a position where we are refusing to have peace talks and we're heading full face into World War III and nuclear annihilation when just a few years ago, we were stopping all of this and we were in a peaceful economic growth period. I think that I think that Trump was a speed bump and was not supposed to happen. He was not part of the plan. And so now they had to speed things up to get back on schedule. Like when you've got generals saying, yep, we're going to war with China by 2025. It's like, oh, OK, well, like. Do you know something that I don't like? Has China announced their intentions to go to war by 2025? Like, is or is that something that's like, yeah, we're preparing for war because that's gonna be our deadline, and no matter what, hey, we're going in. Like, nothing is nothing is clear cut. Like, everything is smoke and mirrors. Like, I mean, the freaking let's go back to the Iraq, invasion of Iraq. 
the tomb of Gilgamesh was discovered four weeks prior to the invasion. I wasn't going to oh, go gosh. there. I'm like, so glad. Yeah, the, the, I mean, oh. If you don't know, the, gosh, that's the that biggest one. Blew one. My mind. That, nothing going on right now compares to that. Like that, I'm still getting over that. It's been like six Dude, months. I remember I'm still even like when I was in, in school, like growing up, and I was like, I, I I guess Iraq had something to do with 9/11. Like I still don't know like why we went in there. Like as a kid, I didn't know what the heck. I was like, they must have done something with 9/11. So that's why we're going to Iraq. And it was like, no, nah, dude. They discovered the tomb of Gilgamesh, which, by the way, Cliff notes he was a giant, and the first hard structure that was hit by the military, as far as like capture and get all the stuff, was the Baghdad Museum that had all the Gilgamesh artifacts and remains. They found his remains. Um, and what's also crazy is there was in the Hillary Clinton emails, there was a leaked email or like a highlight email where she was requesting access to the tomb of Gilgamesh files. So it's like, didn't he have uh, a different name? I think it was, um, gosh, I can't remember. I just know his bed was like 20 foot long or something like that. It, like it was a, he was a massive human being. Um, but like also, it, it, was was Nimrod. it was Nimrod. Was it was Nimrod. Yes. It was Nimrod. Yeah, that was legit. Okay, so here's how it... This is the one of the key defining things for me that kind of blew my socks off recently. Nimrod was... His head was cut off, right? I think he was cut up. And I don't know the details, but I think he was... His head... And if nothing else, they cut his head off. And when we look at what's going on with the bloodlines and these hybrids... And if they're trying to go out, just like we've seen with this, look at, and I reference Joe Rogan a lot just because he has viable sources on a lot of the time. They talk about having woolly mammoths that they're bringing back now. This is a legit thing. They're splicing their DNA with African elephants and they're ha they're going to have them like Jurassic Park now. So if they're doing that and you look at, if we're going into war under pretext of WMDs and building seven and trillions going missing and this all this stuff with ufos now if we're tying all this back together well what does it lead to and i look at the beast the mark of the beast the antichrist coming back i don't know and this is where i i fall short in one of a, a bunch of places but i don't have the biblical understanding off the top of my head to reference all this but I believe that it, maybe it's the Antichrist comes back or the beast and it is it has had a death blow to the head. So what is a death blow to the head? Like your head's cut off or in half or you know what I'm saying? Like a, your brain's not there, right? You're an obvious one is if you've been decapitated. So if, if this thing comes back, who who are the people that I'm listening to that have an, a better understanding of? revelation and stuff and who do they pinpoint this and i think one of the guys was calling him like a polyon uh nimrod apollyon or something like that and what are the odds that we started all of this and and hit that museum and things have progressed out of control since then and we're here now on the cusp of something and all of this demonic satanic stuff is out in the open I just, all I think of is we went there under the, under the pretext of we're going to get that. And if we can bring back the antichrist by using this hybrid DNA, by 
getting this whole army up and we're going to usher in revelation because we have sold our souls 100%. to Satan. Or even if they realize it or not. I don't think they not, realize it. I don't know. I think honestly, I have like, no idea. if you look at... Under the pretext exactly. of science. Look at, well, here's the thing. Like I think that what technology we have today and what that explosion of technology, that was what was allowed to get humanity in the direction. Otherwise, we'd still be flying. Like, we'd still be way behind the power curve. But think about it from this perspective. Well, that's why they suppressed a lot of the technology oh, from 100%. the World's Fair. And, they, because you know, it's like you don't want to get too much Nikola into Tesla. That, but at the same time— they allow technology to come out and to progress so that way humans can be more acc acclimated to the insane technology that is coming and going to be unveiled almost to a point where it's like, man, like if they showed this stuff today, we'd be like, they're aliens, like straight up. Like, uh, yeah. Meanwhile, they have all the patents secret classified and they can do what they and want. Also, here's another interesting perspective. Why is it Hollywood is talking about all of these type of aliens are our creators that's where we came from prometheus like that that conditioning right there like talking about like oh well actually we are your ancestors from the stars above and coming under the guise of we are you know interdimensional beings who can create life and we created you and so now you should worship us because we're gods here. Technically, we're your creators. Like you should worship us. So like that's another lie to kind of get humanity conditioned to start worshiping something that's physically there. Oh, I went by many names. Allah, Jesus, um, uh, Buddha. I went by all these different names. And but it's it's we're all the same one. That's why anytime I'm like anything that seems mainstream is not being censored. I'm like, hmm, like, you know, maybe take a second look at it you know, trust, but verify. Um, and so you, you were talking about Nimrod and how that happened. George Bush is the one that pushed for war, right? And we know George Bush is a puppet, a puppet of the deep, deep state. No, you know, we got to worry about Putin. There's an arrest listen, warrant listen. for him. <laughs> for war crimes, yeah. I think, right? Don't worry about Bush. Exactly. He was just, he's just a guy, right? They, we were attacked. It had, he was innocent. He was just But responding. I think it was the Dick Cheney behind the scenes who was connected to these deep elite projects that was like, we're going to war in Iraq. They just found the tomb of Nimrod. We're going like figure something out, call it a W and I don't give a rip. We're going in. So like, if you just look at it, kind of take a little bit of Liberty and start brainstorming and thinking about all the possibilities, it, it does start to. Oh, yeah, double lock dick. Freaking dude, that dick yeah. Cheney, dude. You like that one? I thought about that for the past <laughs> 10 seconds. It's that Modella working. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, dude. It's 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 wild to think about. Sometimes I have to step back from it and just like clear my mind because I'm just like, dude, you go so down the far down the rabbit hole and you look up and you're like, where the heck am I? It's wild because I think that's where a disconnect is between people like ourselves and those listening. If they're still listening, obviously, you probably are interested in the same manner. But you have to accept so many different layers of the onion or at least be exposed to them so these people and we call them normies or whatever if you've been red pilled or not for lack of a better term in until you dismiss the cognitive dissonance and you understand i'm not seeing reality in its true form there are layers here that are being whether it's on purpose or i'm biased or whatever I'm missing the truths that are going on. 
once you start to accept that, and I think the big thing for a lot of us was this catalyst of a pandemic. And we had our natural understanding that we've been taught of science and stuff our whole life and just things didn't add up. And then the, that, that alone probably would have flown. But when you combine that with the propaganda, the blatant mistakes by the mainstream news and all of that, like it became clear to a lot of us. Some people will never realize that. But once you break that facade, then if you have time, if you're interested, there's other facades that you can break, right? So it's how much time, effort, and energy are you willing to spend to go to the... How many licks does it take to get <laughs> yeah. to the center of the Tootsie Roll yeah. Tootsie Pop, right? That's where we're at. I'm My mouth yeah. is dry. Not because I have cotton mouth, but I've been licking the Tootsie Pop for too long, and I think we're close to the center of it, and it's getting real uh, satanic and antichristy. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, it, it's... I mean. Dude, I think 2020 out. was the big one where people were going, I can't just trust what I see on TV. Like, I think that in its form backfired because it started to red pill a lot of people. But at the same time, for me, I mean, dude, I've, I, like you said, like, I was like, you hook, line, and sinker, everything that was like, yep, that's just the fact. That's how it is. You don't believe that way. You're absolutely nuts. Like, come on, look at all this history to back it up. And I had to start with, Huh. And it was actually UFOs and um and giants that really started to go like, what? Like, and so I'm like, well, it's too much evidence to ignore that it's exists or it's that a phenomenon. And so I started to peel the layers of the onion and then started listening to blurry creatures and like seeing how the biblical realm or how the Bible and for Christians is explaining a lot of these things and connecting a lot of dots about all of these mis crazy phenomenons that are happening. So I started peeling some more, peeling some more. And before you know it, I'm like, holy smokes. Like it wasn't like a, a, a month. Like this is over a span of a year and a half, like two years of just like really digging. And it started off, honestly, I think in, for me in like 2020, that's when it like started to really break everything down. Cause I was just like, what, you know, it went from maybe we should stay indoors. Like maybe I should to like, wait, this isn't making any sense. Like, to now I'm like, what else is, are they lying about? You know, like, um, so you have to, you, at the end of the day, like, like you were saying, like you have to take a step back and just think for yourself and do your own research and start to go like, okay, I need to, I need to raise the BS flag on this or, okay, that is plausible. And that makes sense. Okay. Why is there another dot connecting that? And should I walk down that path? Um, it's like the matrix. It seriously is like you're, I'm awake in that bulbous sack and I see robots flying around, sucking the brains out of people and using humans as batteries. And I don't even know what to do. Like, I'm just like butt naked in my own robot juice. And I'm trying to figure out like, where do we go from here? Um, so yeah, nuts. Dude, I, it was 2020 for me as well. I went a little, I went a little hard in the paint in my last job. Once I started realizing what was going on and I got fired from my job in 20, or mid early 2020. And, um, so I went down all the rabbit holes and it wasn't until you mentioned blurry creatures that I get into the Nephilim stuff and that tied in everything with the bloodlines and the hybrids. And I was like, this connects all it of connects the dots. 
But it's like the guy, I think they say it on the podcast, and maybe I'm mistaken, but like you have to have a, at least a general solid foundation in your walk with Christ to, to really give it its due diligence and it to not kind of make you turned yeah. off to the whole thing 100%. altogether. Because I, I don't want people to, to go in thinking this is going to be great and then be like, I don't understand this, but yeah. it's like you got to find your way with God first and then once it's ready or once you're in the right spot, then maybe take take a look down yeah. that road. Yeah, it's it's definitely for me the blurry creatures was what connected all the dots. And what's crazy is on this podcast, like it's not just like cookies and nutcases. It's like PhD level guys in theology and archaeology and biblical theory or even like religious studies and 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 you know the Odyssey and and they're they're like PhD doctors talking about this stuff and just all of them are more credentialed oh, than yeah, i am every yeah. single one i mean i barely got a high school diploma so like you know yeah, same here i got an associate in arts <laughs> yeah. dude people call me a fed i say i have associate's yeah. degree it's not literally it's i don't impossible. qualify for it I don't yeah i've got a freaking <laughs> degree in idiocracy so like i mean um it's just it's one of those things where if you haven't listened to Blurry Creatures, I mean, if you're listening right now to this podcast and you've made it this long, go watch Blurry or go listen to Blurry Creatures. What's your, I know we're like simping for it, but it's okay. What's your favorite episode? Of Blurry My favorite Creatures? one is probably the one with, I think, Dr. Laura Singer. And she brought any, any things where it's like victims of the Nephilim project because they're super hard to listen to, but it's people who have been who escaped from the Nephilim project. Like they were being held in deep underground military bases. They were being put through demonic ritual abuse. They were birthing hybrids and, um, or being abducted by UFOs constantly and then end up being in these deep underground military bases. Like those ones are just like, what? Like your brain is just stretched to the capacity of its understanding and its limit because it's, I think it's, it's, it's stretched that far because that's not supposed to happen. That isn't going outside the construct of what we are supposed to understand because we're supposed to be in this physical realm. So when we're taking that, we're stretching it and mixing, mixing it all together and saying, this is happening. I think it's going outside the, the thought process of what we are even supposed to be thinking about. Um, Dude, I'm, I went, I went all in with Admiral Byrd going to Antarctica and secret diaries and when I heard the Nephilim project, you told you said he, go through and start with the early yeah. ones, and you're like, they, and work your way up, and you're like, but once you're ready, here's here's the one I like. It was the Nephilim project, and I was like, I'm going straight to the Nephilim <laughs> project. So I listened to that one first, and I was like, I was, and I didn't, I loved yeah. it. I listened to it two or three yeah. times yeah. that within 48 hours, but I was like, I was not prepared to hear that, and I went all, I mean, I'm going all in on potential flat Earth dome antarctica lizard alien people in a secret diary right like what even is going on and i wasn't even ready yeah yeah dude for what you showed me with that it was great to that episode probably five or six times because it was just one it was super dark like super evil um and super just terrible but at the same it was genuine genuine it was just like man he's believing what he's saying and he's speaking from experience um, and these people who he's interviewing are speaking from trauma-based experiences. Um, 
So it's it's nuts, man. And and like the people coming out of the Nephilim project that are survivors of it, they have like five or six, sometimes ten different personalities. They have like that multiple personality disorder thing where like they've been so traumatized that they're they're constantly he's working through trying to break down these different personalities just to try and get to the onion of who they are because they've been so traumatized that like that's the only way that they could survive, you know, like it's insane. It goes hand in hand with what the CIA does yes. and the MK Ultra yes. and just traumatization and, and making it to a point where they break people and have their personality split so they can hopefully turn them into a Manchurian candidate exactly. or something like yep. that. And that I think those things that are like even that, like the, the CIA, like I think those are little chicken nuggets, little little breadcrumbs given to them from these deep entities saying like, oh, here, yeah, here's that. Uh, and we'll just drop this on your plate. Oh, here's, uh, here's how you build a rocket ship. And uh, here's here's some of the technology to go to the moon, which, by the way, I think we went to the moon, and I think that they are not allowed to talk about what they found there. Dude, I don't even know. I have so many competing theories of what's going on. I so that's the great my, part about this. Own- I don't. I'm like I'm dynamic here. I don't have a set thought on it. It's all so interesting. Like I'm leaving it all up for. I'm in the same boat. Bigger. I'm in the out. same boat with the moon thing. I'm still kind of like oh, I could be one thing or the other. Here's the one thing I will say. Go watch the interview of the astronauts before they go on the moon and then watch their first interview after they get back. Before they go, they're super stoked. When they get back, they look bummed. And it's like, why do you, you just walked on the moon. Like you just did this, but they look like, they just look bummed. And they also look like they were like fresh. You know what I'm saying? Not like I just got back from the moon. Like almost like what we saw was staged what was actually achieved in them actually going in the moon and finding things was not allowed to be talked about that's why like when they get asked by reporters they're just like nope i don't want to talk to you because they know like under the penalty of death there is no way you better say anything about what you saw up there did you see that there was some meeting of the minds like political department of or state heads and things like that in Antarctica years back, maybe 2015, 16, 17, somewhere in there. And Buzz Aldrin was there. He tweeted out, it is pure evil. And then had a heart attack and they medevaced him out of Antarctica. And he never talked about it again. Are you serious? Dude, I have not yep. heard about that. Gosh. What was that all What about? is going on? And he's always, he's all, he literally, and people are like, you don't believe in this. I'm like, I'm not the one putting out the statements in the footage. My man's out there telling kids it never happened. Like, are you messing with the kid? Are you messing with us? Are you being serious? Like, what is going on? Why are you tweeting this, homie? I just, I don't understand. Ah, man. There's so much I'm just like, I'm so up in the air about. Like, I have to almost like do micro dosing with it to try and break down one thing at a time. But like, it's a lot. My, I'm on a missing 411 kick right now. It's just, it's super bad. It's just insane because it, it, if you look at it from the Nephilim perspective and the Nephilim project specifically, it makes sense. Like they're just taking people. It's only on national parks. It's only on federal land because it's allowed to happen on federal Dude, land. I want to do it. I, I want blurry. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to go all in. <laughs> I want blurry creatures to have some sort of on scene investigative team. We'll do it. As long as we can carry, what is it? What are you going to take a Nephilim down with a 308? I don't care. <laughs> if we can carry something, right? Just so we don't get killed by the dog, man. Yeah. We will go. We got nods, thermals. We'll go out there, investigate it. We'll film the whole thing. It'll be great. I know. dude. We, I don't even need, I don't even need money. I will literally go do this. 
just throw out our names so that yeah. we get a little bit of views yeah, here yeah. and there. I don't need money. I'll do it on my own accord. We're already demonetized. So screw it. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. I can't wait. Oh, man. Well, hey, so any final parting thoughts? Because we're doing an episode two on this rant again sometime here soon. Um, it's so fun. But I think for me, for my final thoughts is do your research, like go and just always ask the why question and then start peeling the layers of the onion. How many licks to the Tootsie Roll pop, you know? It's just like, um, look at yourself and this for everybody listening, look at yourself five or 10 years ago. Mm. Did you think the same way you think now? (laughs) I look at myself now and I was like, if I saw myself a decade ago, I'd be like, bro, you're nuts. You're nuts. Yeah. This is what happens. I turn into you. So I would not have believed it, but time goes on. Like investigate it on your own. If it seems over the top, don't even worry about it. Just do your thing. If you will, if you keep an open mind and use reason and logic, if it's if you're meant to find this stuff out, it is out there. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. It and I it it's it boggles my mind because I don't know what I don't know. Now yeah. we've scratched the surface enough to, it's like, this goes so much deeper and it's, I, I can't wait to learn about it. Yeah. It's actually pretty exciting. And w- last thing I'll actually ask you is any update. If the bird creatures is going to be doing that episode with the Afghan giant. I am 99% sure they already did it. Oh wow. And it's edited. They're editing Dude. it now. Oh my goodness. Like, can I, I could be wrong, but yeah. I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah. Well, I hope it's. I hope it comes out by the time that we post this. Go yeah, that'd be cool. Oh well, I haven't seen them post any teasers, so <laughs> maybe they were like, "This was terrible." You guys are idiots. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh. Well, Aaron, everybody, thank you for joining us on this rant. Risky, for sure. As always, thanks again. It's a pleasure, and um, we're gonna have to do another one of these rabbit holes. We're gonna go back to Wonderland, and we're gonna see what's at the bottom of this thing. It's probably a hollow earth when we get there.